Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Unspoiled. Episode 182. A Storm of Swords. Chapter 41. John. In this chapter, John laments how close he's become with the wildlings and finally has his best chance. Welcome to Unspoiled. I feel tricked. What's oh. happening? Who, who's writing this book? Quentin Tarantino <laughs> tying together these timelines <gasps> with a violence. Now, why do you think, why do you feel tricked? You guess that it might be John and the Wildlings. Um, I feel like that last chapter was just like, that was the boring bread on a interesting thing sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like, I was like, oh, this bread's so Boring. Oh, hello, meat. Nobody has ever said this bread is boring. Yeah, you'd have ever. to be commenting on that sandwich like mid bite. This part way through, you're like, sandwich isn't really. Do- oh, the center. <laughs> I thought I was eating just a big Texas toast. There's nothing wrong with that either, um, sir. Ooh, yeah. So yeah, here we got to the peanut butter and jelly of wolf violence and human violence and betrayal. And betrayal. And thens. And then. And then thens said, <laughs> get in the thens. Um, so you liked this chapter, I take it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I guess we found out what the fear that Summer smelled was from. That guy. Yeah. That guy who was silently waiting to get killed. I feel bad for him. Who was that? They don't ever like just describe casualty. him even enough to like guess. So I guess he's just nobody. A statistic. What? A statistic. Oh, oh, I got you. Oh, uh, I'm really getting you with pronunciations like the past uh, couple. Yeah, I thought you said aesthetic or something. Yeah, he's a, he's an ascetic monk who's uh, he lives up there because he doesn't have any properties. Um. So yeah, they uh, they come on this guy. They take him prisoner, take all of his stuff. John uh, is thinking about the conversations that he's been having with Ygritte and just how different they are. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of Ygritte time before we even got to this guy. Yeah, definitely. Of like, uh, you know, know nothing, Jon Snow. Um, Basically, it was mostly about how he didn't know anything. Yeah. But how he was feeling like he was starting to think of these people as people. God forbid. Yeah, but he knew he was going to have to turn on them and arrange for their deaths. And uh, 
Yeah, just the discussion. Like, first of all, she's never seen towers like these. Right. So the um, the tower that Bran and Hodor and all of them are in right now, she s- sees as being very impressive. And is like, did a king build that? And he's like, no, that's just some watchtower. And then he says that Winterfell had towers twice that size. And she's like, no, whatever, shut up. Right. He's like, no, seriously. Um, and then she said something about how the good queen, Alisanne, who had been the one on her dragon, Silverwing, mm-hmm. that she should have torn down the wall if she was so good. Right. And, uh, and they get in kind of an argument about why the people who had been there left and the wildlings coming over had driven them away. Right. And she's like, well, if they were brave and, you know... And they were strong, then they should have fought back and they shouldn't have run away like cowards. And he's like, maybe they were just sick and tired of having to deal with you guys stealing their shit all the time. Yeah, and um, specifically, uh, Egret's um, take on wife taking right? is Does very that seem weird. unlikely to you or what? I don't get that. I'm not sure I get it either. And... Um, like, I don't know if it's just, like... I mean, clearly, it's supposed to be something that's just kind of ingrained in her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's saying, like, this is just how things work. When clearly, that is not the case. Life is more complicated than that. Right. But her character is how old? Like, she's, like, in her... 16, she, maybe? Yeah. 15? So, it's believable that, like, maybe she thinks that's how things go. Right. Yeah, she definitely speaks to somebody who has no idea, really, like... She's like, well, if some super hot dude like Jon Snow tried to rape me, I'd have no problem with it. Right. She's not thinking about the creepy old dude with no teeth who was right. Like, and if they tried, I just, I just stab, I just get raped a couple of times, and then I'd stab him in his sleep. Right. Uh, no bigs. You're really not. Um. Wow. <laughs> but I think it's just like, you know, this is not like say the author's thought but this is someone who kind of thinks they're invincible it's never happened to them they don't see it as a problem right um she's basically got that kind of mindset where if well if she gets raped that's her own fault she could have stabbed the guy yeah that's kind of what i get from her she's like i've gone all this time and no one's raped me so clearly if you get raped you're doing something wrong yeah she also seems to be like um they don't take people's wives, stupid. They take their daughters. I'm I like, know, right? Like, oh, that's like, fine then. That's not what actually happens. You know <laughs> that, right? Yeah, she doesn't seem to, like... And I noticed this throughout this uh, this chapter, actually. She has a much more idealistic view of what the wildlings are than the wildlings themselves seem to have. Right. She's weirdly naive. Yeah. Like, but in, for, like, instead of being, like... A, like a Sansa, she's naive for the sort of weird anarchistic. Well, I mean, and even when she, when they're like, uh, stay there and they don't want her to come with John, she's like, I'm a free woman and I'll go where I want. But I, apparently she has to have this argument with him like every time. Right. If she were really a free woman and they all agreed on that, then she wouldn't need to argue her place every time that she wanted to do anything. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know if it's like, because the Thens seem like they have their own weird culture. But yeah, it does seem like there's women have more potential to do to be spear wives or whatever in the wilding culture but they're still not like equal no it's yeah, still a I mean, male driven um she, they still have culture. to argue their place right and she even says something like a man can own a woman or a man can own a knife but he can't own both and i'm like oh a man can own a woman 
in this scenario. Yeah. Like, still, that's a thing. Um, Doesn't seem that much better. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, she does have, like, a, you know, yeah, if people are hungry in Africa, why don't they move somewhere else? Like, yeah. just, like, that sort of facile, like, uh, not really considering that there are problems in the world. But that's not her problem. Like, she's just there to murder people. Like... <laughs> So like I'm gonna fight people until eventually I get killed, and I'm cool with that. So I guess her not having deep philosophy uh, going on isn't that big of a deal for her. Maybe yeah. Um, it might be a little too much to ask. It just seems yeah. It just seems like she's not really that interested in convincing him. She just is more just arguing because she wants to argue. Right. right. <laughs> you know like. I don't know. I don't get the feeling that she's trying to be persuasive in any way. She's just like, no, I don't have to do it that way because of this, because of this, you know? Yeah. So they're just bickering. Exactly. Um, um, so John is over by the lake and he's looking at it and they're talking about going for a swim and blah, blah, blah. He's thinking about how um, he would like to take her to Winterfell and he's have sex real... with her in front of a heart tree. It's getting sappy. Yeah. And how... He would uh, bathe with her in the hot springs, which does sound really nice. I would like that. Sure. Who wouldn't? They're but, hot springs. Hodor's dick's been in there. Oh, This water is delicious. What, what is it? Just like something from the, from the mountains? I hate you. <laughs> ah, okay. So I then, can't do sex jokes. <laughs> you No, you can't. Clearly. <laughs> You're terrible at that. It's not a sex joke at all. Uh, it's just like a hot dog boiling in water joke. Yep. Um, Hodor. So one of the uh, Thens comes and gets him, and the Magnar wants John to kill their prisoner. And they give him Longclaw and are waiting for him to do it. And he is staring at this guy like, I can't do this. Right. He keeps like, he his brain goes back and forth like six times. Well, if I don't kill him, they're going to kill him anyway. It's not like I'm going to save him. But if I kill him, then I'm going to be crossing a line that I don't want to cross. And he just like takes so long to make the decision that Magnar kind of gets in his face. And it's like, what the fuck? Do it. Get it done. Yeah. He uh, he impugns Ygritte's honor in the process. Right. He says something like, I'm, I'm a free folk. I don't have to do whatever. And he's like, I don't see free folk. I see a crow and I see a crow's wife. And uh, she's like, I'm no crow's wife. Pulls out her knife. Goes I'm to the prisoner. I'm crow wife. She slices his throat. Yep. She, wait, what did you say? I'm near crow wife. I was trying to do an accent. Wow. It's fun. <laughs> That's how she sounds to me. Um, and, uh, John seeing that this guy has, or that things have kind of jumped out of control. Um, well, actually he doesn't see things have jumped out of control. That is when the, uh, the wolf, wolf jumps in, Yeah, which has got to be summer. Yes. Um, but he sees the wolf as gray and later on is thinking that it must've been Rob's or may have been, not yeah. must've been. He definitely doesn't think summer, but yeah. he's like, it has to be, a, he worked out that it had to be a dire wolf and it couldn't be ghost. Mm-hmm. And they don't really leave so many. Um, so everybody's in total chaos. The wolf's ripping out people's throats and John, uh, has the sword in his hand and is like, Oh snap. And he goes to town and he manages to jump onto a horse, even though it has no saddle, no stirrups and, uh, like just races away. And several miles on, looks down, and there is an uh, arrow in his leg. Yep. And he was... Uh, yeah, because this is the old man's horse. Mm-hmm. So he takes off with it. 
And uh, yeah, he almost bleeds out because mm-hmm. he gets shot in the. Yeah, when he artery. has to like push the the thing through all the way through his leg instead yep. of pulling it out because oh god oh yeah. arrows are a gross way to get hurt. Oh man, rough. I um because he looks at the arrow, he wants to figure out if Ygritte was the one who shot him. Right? Did he figure? He didn't figure it out though, right? I don't think so. Like well, they, they don't say. Us. Yeah. And he's like, if she had loosed an arrow at him, he wouldn't even blame her. No, I mean, he really fucked her over. Yeah. She is in bad shape. If there's anybody left after the wolf eats them all. Yeah, that's true. I kind of, I don't think Ygritte dies here. Okay. I Well, there are two options. I think either Ygritte goes on the warpath and like faces John down later and tries to kill him. I would like that. Or they this do, motherfucker. Right. Like you, you know, I'm going to destroy you. And then he's like, whoa, 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 nothing personal. And she's like, oh, I'll show you what's personal. This knife up your ass. Huh. Or um, maybe the my other thought is that the wildlings do something horrible to your so that John has a uh, something on his conscience forever. Yeah, to feel super bad about and something more to be emo about. Yeah, but like if she gets killed by the wolf, I feel like it's not. There would be a weird thing between him and Bran, maybe. Mm, true. Um, I think that's less juicy story material. So if it was summer, and it stands to reason that Bran was in Summer's skin, mm-hmm. so Bran must know that was John. He must have seen him, right? It's a little. I'm unclear because when Bran is in Summer's body. He still thinks things like hard skin and like sort of wolf thoughts. Right. So I wouldn't be 100% that he can actually recognize humans from each other completely. Hmm. But it seems like of elephant just because John also had the wolf and like there should be that should make a connection there. Right. So I would assume he does know. But if, I guess if he doesn't like it's understandable. It's just weird. I wonder then if he isn't able to really recognize humans from each other, then maybe he just like. I, it still seems like he purposely jumped in there because yeah, you could tell true. that John didn't want to kill the guy. Yeah, I think that I was just being stupid because there's no reason for him to start attacking those people if it wasn't to help John. Well, I don't want like if you're arguing that maybe he doesn't recognize John, I say that he could still have been trying to help John, just not knowing that John was John, just trying to help the the one guy that seemed like he didn't want to murder the prisoner. Okay, I'm backing off that though, and I'm thinking that it's more likely that Bran is in summer, recognized John, and that's why. Okay. Um, because it's not like if it's just summer or they don't know who John is, like mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense for them to just start. Like people are getting killed everywhere, and as horrible as that is to let that happen, for him to jump into like kill a bunch of other people to save them when you don't even know who they are just seems so like dangerous yeah. and like not even. How can you be sure you're on the right side or whatever? So I'm just thinking about the um, the direwolves on the show, and if they do this scene, which I hope they do, uh, how terrifying that would be because of the size that they've made them in the show. I mean, they're gigantic. Yeah, they're like ponies. They should be. That's what they. They should be like they're supposed to be huge, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, this was kind of like this was when the chapter kind of got really awesome because <laughs> like the stuff with your is interesting at, like you definitely feel that tension and i think like that's kind of relatable being in a relationship where you're not your expectations are different than the other <laughs> person's 
Um, even though these are obviously like such huge stakes, it's totally different. Um, but so that's interesting. And then like all of a sudden be like, Oh yeah, we just read about this place. I know where this is. And they really like lay it out for you. Um, but then, you know, when John, I like, I didn't think John was going to make his break this early. They really, yeah, it's uh it was quick for sure. And with all the grit talk, like I thought that it was going to happen much further down the line, but he makes a break for it right away. It's um, I like the description too of thinking about you're a wildling to the bone, and then he gets a sick, sad feeling in his stomach because it's like he just there's no good option for him. He really does care about Egret, but other things for him come before being in love. Right, and he kind of wants to save her, but she doesn't want to be saved. Exactly. His not as far as she's concerned, it's not his job to save her, and right. she's not interested in. Well, being... she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't think she's in a bad situation. And he, even when he's like, yeah, man's, you know. He's not going to win. Yeah, no matter how far he gets, he's still going to end up losing in the end. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Maybe not. I like, I don't know what her options are, though. I mean, if he told her the truth about what he was going to do, I was like, I can save you if things get bad. But then she would know. What his plans were. And And what, I mean, I don't even know what John can do. Like, let's say she was like, somehow sent him the signal that like, save me from this or whatever. He can't take her back to Castle Black. No. He can't, like, I guess he could ask someone a favor to like, like, let my girl, ex-girlfriend like stay with you. (laughs) Yeah. He could talk to Pharaoh. Um, you know, he could be like, yo, Umbers, can like this chick like get a job like working in your castle? Like, I don't even know what yeah, he can she would offer. Love that. Well, clearly, like she's like, wait, can I get back to dying on the field of battle like I wanted to? <laughs> but like, it's not like he can take her anywhere. Yeah, and it's not like she has any. It's her choice what she wants to do, and this is clearly what she wants. Right. The end. I don't blame her too. Like her prospects on the other, like living in the south, are like uh you'd have to be like a farmer's wife or something like yeah. what fun would she have with that yeah she's definitely not built to have that kind of um she she wasn't built to obey no i mean she could maybe she could go hook up with aria and they could go become yeah. assassins together oh uh, her aria and brienne together yeah except that aria knows how to obey she knows that that's like one of the most important things well sure well then you got a good like group dynamic where you got the wild one you got the person who's really focused and getting things done, and then you got uh, Brienne oh, yeah. that's going to be the yeah. I guess <laughs> Brienne will be the steady member. She'll be the Leonardo. Uh, Arya will be the Michelangelo. Yes. And then um, I think Ygritte is clearly Raphael. She's cool but rude. <laughs> um, so we just need someone who's good with machines, and we've got ourselves a real Ninja Turtle equivalent here. Who's good with machines? Has to be a lady. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. Siege we could, weapons or things. Uh, maybe we'll say machinations count, and we'll give him like a Cersei. <laughs> oh, she's not good at it. She's no, terrible. That's true. Okay, we'll keep her eyes open. Um. So yeah, that's about the end of that chapter. Yeah. Do you? Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Not really. I mean, like the this episode is going to be about as long as the Bran chapter, but they were like kind of a companion piece, so I guess that's okay. Um, I do want to say, oh yeah, so we took some time off. We had some off, uh, uh, some short recording weeks. Yes. But I'm willing to go on tape and make a commitment that we will have 200 episodes by the end of the year. 
Oh, snap. That's right. You're laying it down. Uh, that's right. 18 more episodes in over a month. I think it's doable. I think so. Um, yeah. Um, and for those who do not go on our blog, um, we had announced recently a very special episode for FT Ward, mm-hmm. who has donated to us and bought all of our podcast episodes, some of them at far above what the uh, minimum price of a dollar is. And we wanted to say thank you in some way, so we decided to let him pick out an episode choice for the Gilded Eagle. Yes. Um, so he gave us several options of movies. Uh, Rebecca from 1940. Wow. Old school. The Omen from 1976. Pretty good. Bullet in the Head from 1990. And hmm. Bad Taste by 19, from 1987. Okay, so I've seen The Omen and Bad Taste. I've seen part of The Omen, and that is the only one. Um, So when we were talking before, I said Bad Taste might be... I know you want to do one for The Hobbit. Yes. And this would be a Peter Jackson book ending. Yes, so I think that's probably a good plan. So uh, we can go ahead and do... I think it would be a good idea to do Bad Taste for this Saturday, then do The Hobbit for the following Saturday. Um, If it will be out by then, I'm not sure. And then uh, we'll get into our next programmed item the um flcl flcl that sound like a doable plan sir sounds pretty oh i i'm it's been a very long time since i've seen bad bad taste i'm (laughs) nervous and excited (laughs) yeah it seems like anytime that we're going to be doing a horror movie i will be the unspoiled one yes there's none that you have seen or haven't seen that i've seen Uh, that i can think of oh Mm. do we have a mystery on our hands <laughs> um yeah so that's uh that's it for this time okay well uh you have high five? Five? Thanks for listening, and you can come find us at unspoiledpodcast.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash unspoiledpod, and on Twitter at unspoiledshow. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next chapter.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.